rants. Life and motherhood uncensored. Welcome back to Mama Rants with Elle. And Allie. How you doing this week, Allie? I am doing. I actually had my my in-laws up this weekend and we had a grand old time. Um, this was like the first time that my little sister-in-laws actually stayed with us without, you know, mm-hmm. my mother and father-in-law. So that was really cool, really fun experience. I feel like, you know, we got to see them blossom a little bit more when, you know, like the parental figure isn't around, but it was fun and I can wait for them to come up in summer. So how was your week? Um, My week has been all right. It's actually been pretty busy. I think B-Man is getting some extra teeth because everything is going back into the mouth and he is nursing like crazy and he's getting these little little temper tantrums but uh otherwise he's doing real good real good they literally become one with the boob all over again it literally feels like the newborn days when they're teething like they just want boob all day long and I'm just like I am going to croak over, my nibbles are going to crack and rust away. Like, they're tired, I'm tired. (laughs) Oh my God, yesterday, no, two nights ago, I'm sorry. Two nights ago, he was on my nipple so much at night that, I mean, he could have slept with me the entire night because he was literally just, I guess it's because breast milk has the anti-inflammatory properties. So it like makes them feel better, but holy crap. I was literally trying to put my bra, latch it back on. And he would go crazy trying to go from boob to boob in the middle of the night. And I'm like, no, no, no. You're making my nipple feel like razor blades. It was terrible. It was so much pain. And I mean, yes. yeah, mm-hmm. you get through it and then you're, you know, you're thankful that it's over when it does happen, but it's like, it's like a treacherous journey when that's going on. <laughs> it's really hard. So is. I know it'll go back to normal in a few days, but for now, for now, she's rough. So Elle, what is your mom fail of the week this week? My mom fail gave me a heart attack. major mini heart attack um the learning tower is going to be the death of me not sure (laughs) I, I I understand that this is a great thing and my child loves it and I know that people have a great experience with it but I'm only but I don't know if I'll survive it so I put b-man in his learning tower because I'm going to go get eggs. We're going to cook breakfast together and it's my day off. So we have time for that. So I put him in his learning tower and I literally turn my back to go a few steps to the fridge to get out the eggs and turn right around. I get the eggs. I turn around and my son is sitting Indian style on the counter with the pot in his hand. And I am about to have a heart attack because I'm terrified that any little movement is going to send his butt over the learning tower and onto the ground. And I am just astounded that this boy completely soundlessly, my little ninja, got up from the learning table and climbed onto his da- onto the counter. I cannot believe it. And... <laughs> 
basically my heart dropped. I ran over to him. I grabbed him and scooped him up. And I'm just like, oh, thank God. Oh, right. Well, I feel like at that point, like my intrusive thoughts would have taken over and I just would have imagined all the things that could have possibly gone wrong in that moment. And then I just Mm -hmm. like get more emotional than like, and it wasn't even a big deal if, you know, nothing happened, but like my brain makes me think something did happen. And yeah, Mm -hmm. so (laughs) I get it. Oh my gosh, it was, it was terrible. Now I won't leave his side. Now I won't even turn my back for anything in that learning t- tower. It's not even a table. I'm calling it a table, but it's a learning tower. Yes, yes. We have one too, and we we love it. As, as they get older, I mean, they do get more creative, but they start to understand like, hey, maybe I shouldn't get on the counters. <laughs> so it's hard. It's hard in learning, learning those boundaries early on, but but they get no, it. They there's get a it. there's a reason why it tells you to not use until your child's 18 months. Do not <laughs> fall for the peer pressure and take it out early just because your child is standing up and being great and kamikaze climbing things. Don't do it. Don't <laughs> fall victim to the peer pressure. <laughs> so what was your mom fail of the week? So my mom fail of the week would have to be um, when my mother-in-law gave us her Roomba that she didn't really use anymore, and I brought it home, and I started it, and when I tell you that my child had a whole-ass heart attack, I think she had a whole-ass heart attack. No. (laughs) (laughs) She's not scared of the vacuum, so I just didn't even think that she would even remotely even give a shit about the Roomba. Well- it started, and I don't know if it was because it was moving and nobody was touching it, if it was moving on its own, but it was just guns a-blazing, running tears, saying, Mommy's scared. She'd been doing, like, lifting up her hands and, like, shaking them. Like, in Miss Rachel's emotion video, she just goes, scared, Mommy's scared. And I'm like, oh, okay, baby, like, it's okay. And so, I mean, we'll put it away, but God, I just, I gave my baby a heart attack. So we're going to go, that's our mom failed the week. Oh my gosh, you're never going to be able to use it again. <laughs> no, I is know. We're going to do when she's asleep, taking a nap. I was wondering, if is it quiet enough <laughs> to do while she's sleeping? <laughs> she's definitely um, she's definitely quiet. Um, and I mean, when we vacuum just like regular or run the cross wave, it's normally it doesn't wake her up. I mean, it hasn't. I don't say normally, but yeah, it doesn't. So I don't know, just being in, in our newer house, I don't know if because like sh- her window is like on the street. So she hears more noise than she used to another house. So I don't know if it's like getting her used to noises. Yeah. Um, which is good. I mean, it's more beneficial. Cause I mean, I wouldn't, don't want to say she was like waking up at you know, a drop of a hat, but she definitely is a heavier sleeper now. <laughs> so that's a plus. So this week we wanted to talk about, well, I mean, for me, it's the dreaded topic of making new friends and not the fact that I don't want any, um, but for the fact of it's so hard to find like that puzzle piece, you know, especially being a military spouse, you know, you're moving from base to base to base. So it's like, just as you start to make a solid friend, then it's time to jump ship and you're going somewhere else to start it all over again. I was thankful to find, you know, really great friends in Wyoming when we were out there and then Mm -hmm. we went and 
moved to our next base and found a good one there. And I just feel like I find at every base, I find like that one solid friend who is just like, I don't need the biggest group. I just need that one. And now that I have a baby, it's like, now not only do I have to find a missing puzzle piece for myself, I have to find one for her. And then, so now I'm in that struggle of trying to find the puzzle piece that matches both mom and baby and it's so fucking hard to find that fucking puzzle piece either me and mom are just like not vibing or we are vibing and their kid wants to wwe smackdown on my kid and ends up like looking like she just got in a bar fight so it's just like so hard so you've been telling me you've been having these issues with your play dates so i want to hear about this like I, I don't get to go on a lot of play dates um, because I'm always at work. So my son gets less of them. Mom guilt insert right here. But um, <laughs> yeah, talk me through what happens here. So it's, um I will say the first ever play date that she had, we were at our last um, base and we met um, this great couple and, you know, we were both, um, you know, we're just two couples and we didn't have any kids and you know we actually went through like a miscarriage like pretty close together um and then you know she ended up conceiving her son and so I conceived my daughter like a few months they were not they're not super far apart Mm -hmm. in age but when we were able to start getting them together and um you know they were super babies at at the time because they ended up PCSing to a new a new base but it was um it was really, you know, at that point, you know, they're just like little jelly beans. They're potted plants. They don't do a whole lot. Yeah. They just stare at each other. So I was like, oh, this is so fun. You know, I love this. And then we met, you know, after they moved, um, it was like really crazy how like the next month our new friends moved in um, and she has twins and my daughter and her son and daughter, they get along so great. They have so much fun. Like the twins, like, you know, they beat up on each other and have a great old time, but never like were the same way with, you know, 2D. So um, that was fun. And it it stayed that way up until, you know, we moved, um, what about six, seven months ago at this point. So we were sad. So you had good experiences. Yes, yes, good over there. And then when we came to this space, you know, at that time, 2D was about 15 months old. So just as like, you know, I'm starting to really pay attention to who's around me and, you know, really get to know Mm -hmm. people. So after about like three weeks of it, just, you know, being her and I here, I was like, we gotta, we gotta find ourselves some friends. Cause we used to see our other friends all the time. Like it was multiple times a week where we would text each other and be like, come get these motherfucking kids. Like we gotta have, we gotta get these out of these kids. Out of the house. We gotta take them to the park. We gotta go for a walk. And I'd be like, girl, I'm on my way. I'm coming. Cause she's crazy. She's crazy today too. <laughs> so we would go have a great old time. We'd go back home ready for nap time. And they were kind of ish on the same schedule as far as nap time goes. Um, but man, I need to get someone that I can text and be like, yo, you want to <laughs> come over and drink wine while our kids screw up the house? Like I need yes. that. <laughs> yes. And she, she was that girl for me. And, um, yeah, sad, sad to leave her. So, you know, we come to this space and I'm trying to find, you know, a new friend that, you know, is a good experience. By this point, I hadn't had any bad experiences. So I was just kind of going into it blind, like, oh, like, you know, kids are as bullies or, you know, assholes as I thought they were going to be. Well, then we, you know, like I said, three weeks into being, (laughs) being at this base and we go to a play date 
And when I tell you that within five minutes of being there, that my child had been pushed down multiple times, she had been stole these these toys had been taken from her. I am on the verge of like crying because I had never even encountered this. I don't know what to do. Like the mom was trying, you know, and I mean, the the child was like three, four months older than than Tootie. So, um, but it was just like, my heart was breaking because I'm like, oh my gosh, am I like witnessing my baby being bullied? Like, oh my God, like I, my eyes were like literally starting to water. I'm, so, I'm texting my husband like, I'm about to cry. Like, I, I need to go. <laughs> and then and what's your daughter doing she's looking at me like oh my gosh and then when she got pushed down that's when she started to like cry. what the fuck mom? yes and then so yeah she gets her butt in the ground and she comes over to me mama mama and I'm like oh baby I'm so sorry like you know I hug her and I'm like I don't you know I don't think she meant to do it as I'm like hey, hey, yeah she fucking did like <laughs> like mom get your motherfucking kid but <laughs> And so I'm just like, oh, like, you know, hopeful she's not going to do it again. Sure as shit, does it like four more times. And at that point, I was jumping shit. But after about 10, 15 minutes, um, another mom and daughter had shown up. And um, this friend actually has now ended up to be like my my one friend here. Like she she's great. Her daughter's great. They get along. You know, me and her get along great. But um, thankfully, that's that was the good thing that came from that play day is that I I met my you know my my friend here and it just seems like you know we're gonna be like the fr- she's gonna be my friend here <laughs> so like she's gonna be it like I find the one friend and I stick to it <laughs> so um but yeah so I I jumped ship and and that was that and then I went to another play date um <laughs> that um my kid actually you know got a a scratch across her face. Um, so that was hard for me. And I'm like, at that point, I was like, everywhere I, everywhere I fucking go, my kid's getting her fucking ass beat. Like, <laughs> so our second, um, play date here, um, Tootie actually ended up getting her face scratched and it was a little boy. So now I feel like she, like every time she sees a little boy, she just like, runs in the opposite direction or she's like mommy mommy like trying to get away from them and you know I'm like it I'm like I don't I don't think it was like intentional or you know like it was just an accident and you know I mean we hung out with them again after that but um and everything was fine so I just think like it just it she's like one of those kids who shit sticks with her and I'm like it's okay baby mommy too like (laughs) she don't forget um but um, well, at least she still likes b-man <laughs> yes yes and i feel like she definitely recognizes that you know he's younger and smaller and i mean doesn't pose a threat i guess you could say but um yeah she and this boy he was definitely a little bit older than her but um yeah so we just we just kind of continued to hang out with just like the one friend like i said once you find like the one friend like that's it i don't need no more so <laughs> oh, I mean, it's all right Oh my gosh. I, I like cannot wait to have B-Man have these experiences. He's only had a few because, you know, I work, my husband works, so we aren't able to do a lot of these things because we work opposite schedules and it's just kind of crazy here and taking care of my mom as well. But all my other friends, you know, I've moved, this is my third time moving and it's hard to find friends that have children your age when you first move. 
and all of my friends back home, they have kids around his age, but he never gets to see them except, you know, once a year or so. The only time I've had a play date experience so far is uh, I get along with the woman really well and her kids are sweet kids, but you know, she knows my situation with my mom and my mom mm-hmm. has a little bit of a weakened immune system. Right. And she brings her kids over to play and all of a sudden our kids are, you know, being typical boys. They're touching each other, whatever. Well, they're being so cute and they go up and they give each other a hug and a kiss. Oh. And then she says, oh, you're probably going to get the daycare germs. And I'm like, what? Love that. Thank you so much. She was like, oh, um, yeah, there's a little something going around in the daycare. And, you know, so-and-so's been sniffly. And I'm like, no. <laughs> you kind of like angry, like, you know, why? Why Why did you like, why? I mean, I get that you don't take them outside. But like, why was a good time for our kids to meet now? Like, <laughs> I, I think it's honestly just because most people's kids are in daycare. So she's yeah. probably thinking... It's every kid, so it's not an issue. You know what I mean? And me, who my child isn't in daycare because he's still waitlisted, and that's a whole nother topic for conversation. (laughs) But, you know, he doesn't go to daycare, so he doesn't get a lot of those germs yet. And sure enough, two days later, he's sick. No. It it wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. And the, the boys were so cute together, but I'm just like, oh, man, like, who wants their kid to get sick? Right. It's not a and big then, deal if they do when they're okay, but you yeah. don't want it. <laughs> right. And then, cause you're the one that has to deal with said sick kids. So you're like, sure. Like the benefits of like building immunity, but then the not well, the opposite of having to deal with a sick, snotty, sneezing, irritable child. It's like, fuck, like what's, what the fuck? Yes. Oh, a hundred percent. And, um, <laughs> The only other time that we tried to have a play date, um, it was an impromptu play date. You know, you kind of see someone at the park with another part, like a child kind of the same age. Yep. So you're like, oh, do you mind if we come over and, you know, hang out or whatever? And uh, yeah, of course, you know, my child, he stands up on his own. So he like tries to stand up and he just gets smacked and pushed right down. Uh, (laughs) Well, I feel like when they, you know, when something happens, you know, like pushed down or pushed away or, you know, scratched or, you know, something being taken away, like just someone stealing shit from them. It's like, I worry about like learned behaviors. Like I don't want her to learn to push, to steal, to, you know, be, you know, not so gentle. Cause I mean, my baby, I mean, I don't know if everybody says this, but my baby is so fucking gentle. She is so unbelievably kind. Like she, I've never seen her push. I've never seen her do anything like in a negative manner. And I'm just like, I don't want my baby to be like corrupted. Just like, I mean, we're doing so good. (laughs) So I'm just like, I don't want her to learn those things. I'm so hesitant to tell you this. He is not the sweet, gentle boy that I once knew. He <laughs> he has turned in like he he tries to pet Stella, the dog, and he's just like whack, whack, like he. But he's like 
you know, to the dog. Yeah. And I'm like, gentle, right. gentle. And then he's like, mama. And I'm like, yeah. no, gentle. Like, yeah. I'm so trying to teach this gentle. And my my son instead is like, I'm going to kazi, kama, kamikaze off the couch, onto the play couch. <laughs> and um, I'm going to jump for it face first. Right. And, but I'm hoping he'll stay the the sweet sweet boy I know but yeah <laughs> when you're you're saying that and I'm like oh I'm like here I am like gentle be man gentle <laughs> well Judy will do it in like a like a playful manner with us but she's never done it in like a nasty manner to like anybody else which I'm like you know I'm like you know I don't know if she understands that or if she just you know she's trying to do what she sees others do and or what but I'm like as long as you know you're not doing it to your friends but I'm like I don't care if you know you come jump on me which I mean we do have a problem with pulling hair to me but she's never done it to anybody else she always like will go up to you know other kids and be like hair hair gentle and she'll be petting <laughs> children and I'm like you know that's cool pet them all you want just don't fucking yank it like you do mine yeah okay? like, oh my gosh horse brains or something <laughs> so I mean maybe he'll be the same way <laughs> I don't know. He's having these tenter, temper tantrums where all of a sudden he like hulks it. He'll get really upset that you take something away from him. Or God forbid the other day he scaled up the couch and tried to get onto the end table. And I've got him by like the foot and I'm trying to scoop up under him to get him gently down. And he is throwing a fit like, ah, and he's like, his fists, his little tiny fists are clenched and he's like shoving him down by his knees and he's like, whoa, with this like, this pout on his face. And I'm just like, baby boy, you got such big emotions, big emotions. And I'm like holding him, trying to calm him down. And I'm like, I'm like, my one-year-old doesn't know what the fuck I'm talking about, but I'm trying to be like, hey, honey, it's okay just calm down. This isn't the way to handle this emotion. Meanwhile, I'm like, Hey, dipshit. He's one. He doesn't know what you're saying. Right. Right. No clue. (laughs) So I'm just trying my hardest to like, I don't know, through actions, you know, make him feel validated. I don't know. What do you even do with a one year old? I'm just kind of like, all right, baby. And I'm thinking in the back of my mind, this is a stage, right? Like this is a fucking stage. Like go, let me grab my glass of wine and just sit and contemplate. Like this is a fucking stage. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're trying to do like the whole like gentle parenting tactic, which I mean, that's a whole other topic, but like, just like the, you know, validating that your emotions are real. And like, do you want a hug? Like we'll say, do you want a hug? You want mommy to kiss it? Like, you know, we go that route. And I feel like it's really, really been beneficial. So maybe try like, Oh mommy. Yeah. you want a hug from mommy? You want dad to give you a hug? And it just like instantly grounds her. So my son also, he bit me the other day. <sighs> and I don't know if this is a new thing or what he is teething. He is teething. But he bites me the other day and I'm like, oh my gosh. Like I've tried, you know, with him with the padding that's a little rough. I've tried, you know, distracting him I've tried taking his little hand and telling him no you know sternly I've tried getting up or like putting him down and walking away trying to like take myself away from it we tried spanking his little hand when he would like 
try to smack you. And he doesn't do it to anyone except me and my husband. And that's kind of funny. But what ended up working was me crying. (laughs) So I would fake cry at him. And I would be like, "Ah, you hurt mommy. And then he would stop, stare at me. Then he'd laugh, but then he'd come and kiss me. So I was like, oh, okay. So that's been working so far. We'll see how long this works before I have to switch tactics. But I'm hoping that this just stays working. Yeah, I say, hey, we're we're getting through day by day, so that's that's important. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm glad you found your mom friend. I need to find one. I'm taking applications if anybody <laughs> wants to be a mom friend. <laughs> so, do you ever um get together with like other um parents or like even you know not even parents that have you know kids like smaller children right now, but like you know older generations and and like different like parenting you know tactics or advice like comes in and it's so hard for you to like no take no, I'm a fucking loser I have no parent friends <laughs> I don't, I don't fucking <laughs> I, I don't have that no I'm kidding I'm kidding as much as I'm serious because I don't have mom friends in my direct vicinity yes um I I I do have mom friends back home. I have them a, like an hour from here. Um, yeah. But I'm sorry. What was your question? Because all that I could think is, no, I'm a loser. <laughs> I'm a loser, baby. So what is it? Why don't you kill me? <laughs> is that it? Or save me? <laughs> that No, kill me. You're like my soulmate. <laughs> I was like, is that the right words? The, uh, so the question is like, like trying to like parent through like your parenting style differences. Like when you're with somebody who yes. is like complete fucking opposite or like, you know, I don't co-sleep because my brain literally tells me my baby's going to die. But like my heart wants to so bad. But like my best friend, you know, she does co-sleep. And I'm like, you know, go, go you. Like I wish I had, you know, like I wish that my brain wouldn't, wouldn't win. Because I would love to co-sleep, but I just think something's going to happen, you know? So it's like you know, I will be like the friend or the supporter that's like, hey, like, this is, you know, I'll give you like the fact that you do what that you want with that information, you know, if that makes sense. So I'm like, if you feel comfortable, then great, like your your anxiety is nowhere fucking near mine. I'm batshit. So I'm going to share my knowledge. And like I said, you, <laughs> you make the decision because you know, your baby best, you know, your family best. And you know what's going to keep you going to the next day. Um, But yeah, it's just like, yeah. it's, it's sometimes so hard, especially like when you're in person with you know somebody else and you're like oh I would never do that like you just look at them and you know I was I forget where oh I was at check your mom judgment check it keep it in check (laughs) I was at um this thing it's at the YMCA and it's called frolic Friday and you know you just have like toddlers it's great they just run rampant in this in this place in this gymnastics YMCA gymnastics auditorium whatever the fuck gymnasium and and this lady like I this kid was probably even younger than 2d and he did something 
And, like, she completely, like, snatched this kid up. Like, snatched him up. Like, spanked his butt. And I'm like, damn. Like, shit, I cannot even. What the fuck? I cannot even fathom spanking my child. She would be like, what the motherfuck are you do- What the fuck is going on? And I'm like, I don't even think he understands, like, what is the problem? Like, I, if I told my kid right now, like, you just you just chewed your food way too fast. Like, she would not know what the fuck I'm talking about. So I'm just like, it's so hard. um i'm sorry i'm just gonna make it harder for you and um b-man bit my nipple the other day and out of gut reaction he got smacked gut reaction it was he clamped down on my nipple with those teeth and it was and i he started crying and i felt so bad and i was like oh my god i'm a bad mother and my husband is like, calm down. You're okay. I'm like, I'm a terrible mother. He's like, stop. You're fine. It was a yeah. gut reaction. But yes. I mean, I told you that my son, you know, started to bite. And we did. We tried spanking his little hand. And that didn't work. He just looked at me and was like, you know, yeah. what? What? What you got yeah. for me? Because it definitely wasn't, you know. Um, but yeah, everyone has their own different parenting styles and I try to keep my mom judgment in check. And anytime I see someone and I'm like, Oh, why are you doing that? I would never do that. And then I think to myself, I don't know, in their situation, I might do that. (laughs) I might very well do that. Well, and I even feel like generationally, like generationally, like some people, like some people are cycle breakers, like myself, and some people are like, my mom did it, I'm gonna do it, which is totally fine too. But it's just like, it's just so crazy to me. Yes, I, I had a family member tell me that when my child was eight months old, he would do these little Hulk tantrums, he wouldn't do anything with it. But like, I don't know if he was mad he wasn't eating fast enough or what. But he'd be like, ooh, and she'd be like, you need to spank him you need to spank him so he doesn't keep doing that. And I'm like, my child is eight months old. I am not spanking him. He is eight months old. Like, he's not going to understand what is going on. And clearly, even when I, I, I spanked my kid's hand when he was doing the biting or the frustration, it did nothing. Maybe it's just because I didn't do it hard enough. I don't know. But um, man, that one time I spanked him after he bit my nipple and it was a gut reaction and I felt like the shittiest mom in the world. But I was spanked as a kid and I turned out okay. And I do recall every time it was for a reason (laughs) and I deserved it. So, you know, to each their own. But then I look at my brother and his wife and how... Did they end up with three freaking amazing children? They are behaved so well. And I swear she must have done this like A plus gentle parenting because her children are like the most well-behaved children I've ever met. Now, granted, one of them doesn't clean up as much as I'd like her to clean up. We'll, we'll, you know, she, she needs to get a little better on that. Help mom out. I want to see you help a mom out if you listen to this, but um, <laughs> man, these, these children are like the sweetest, e- even your husband, your husband, when I met your husband, he was 
seven, six or seven. And I remember thinking to myself just how wonderful of a child he was. And man, I mean, his mom has done a wonderful job. And then my brother is like, well, I just put the fear of God in them, but I don't actually follow through with it. And I'm like, I don't know that that was the parenting win. So I'm pretty sure it's something that his wife did. (laughs) So I have to somehow take notes. I I know my husband definitely got his little ass beat. So... (laughs) <laughs> the the girls I don't I don't think that they they um they know that but he definitely had you know she you know like you always like the first the first child you know they get like the total smackdown like you know they get they get no no I was the third child I was the third child we all got smackdowns well I feel like like well me and my sister I feel like I will even say with my husband like we were, we're the oldest and he has three younger siblings I have one and I got the brunt of it I got dragged by my hair I got my ass beat I got you know you're grounded until you know you get your great shit you don't see your phone I literally didn't see my phone for 17 motherfucking weeks because I kept getting a CMI report card my sister whoo fuck that shit Oh, see? Oh, it's fine. Just try better next time. And doesn't ha- nothing happens to her. And I'm like, this is some bullshit. <laughs> some bullshit. Well, you know how it is. You have a kid now, and you imagine having the second kid, and you're just like, oh, my God, for my mental health, this is just, this isn't important. I thought it was important with the first, but with the second, it's just not, not important. But getting back to what we were talking about, it is, it's hard to find someone that meshes well with your personality and your one-on-one adultness, but also meshes well with the way you raise your child. And a lot of times you can get through that because a lot of times it doesn't matter. I mean, we're not talking about, it doesn't matter if someone's a crunchy mom, which by the way, I didn't even know what the fuck this meant. I guess it's my age showing, but when you called yourself in the other episode, you were like, you know, I'm closer to the crunchy side of mom's life, but I'm really scrunchy. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking you about? Didn't, like, you didn't know. No, I had to Google this shit. And then one of my other friends. Oh my God. You should have been like, what the fuck? You should have been like, what the fuck are you talking about? I should have. And now I've decided we're going to turn this shit into an episode because maybe there's other people. Maybe I'm the only one, but maybe there's other people. No, you're not. Because I told my mom about that. Know. Yeah, my mom was like, what the fuck are you talking about? I'm like, mom, you are the definition of fucking silky, okay? Like, let's uh, sit down. (laughs) Well, also, my friend Jess, that's going to come on this podcast for this episode, she is a silky mom. So that'll be a little different than us because you and I are a little bit closer to the same. Um, I need to find a crunchy mom. But (laughs) anyways, getting back to that, even if it is a crunchier type of mom who's more you know, holistic, down to earth, um, you know, organic, wanting to have, you know, compostable diapers and making all their own baby food and, and stuff like that. That isn't so bad. Like, as long as they're not judging you for doing what you're doing, you know, that's not bad. Instead, it gets into the behavioral. I yeah. feel like that's where you find the the line where you're like, Oh, I don't know if we're going to be able to continue this. Like how you handle your kids when they don't act right together. That's more of something 
And, it definitely um, is make or break. You do. You do the best you can of being a parent has taught me anything so far. It has taught me don't fucking judge other people because we're all doing yep. the best we can yep. and whatever works for you. Like this is the marathon of survival. Like you're just doing whatever you need to do. Um, and that's okay. That's completely okay. But um, getting back to our topic, we got a little off track, but there are some mom friends that I've met around here and I really want to be close with them. But part of me is like, man, I'm just never going to get as close to this person as I want for whatever reason. Maybe it's just our personalities don't intermingle the way I want them to or whatnot. But, you know, it's just you do. You long for that person that you're going to be able to shoot the shit with and drink your wine or water or (laughs) sit in the pool, whatever, like be together and vent and have your sessions and let your kids run rampant and destroy your house. (laughs) And yes, like you want that. And God, I miss being home because at home I have that. And I call home where I'm originally from, but man, do I, do I miss it? Do I miss those wonderful group of people? You will find your diamond in the rough. You will find her, and she'll be great, and she, she is the sought-after quest. You'll find her. You will. <laughs> it's just hard. <laughs> I will someday. Someday. <laughs> I mean, I have you, thank God. And um, these podcasts are so therapeutic. <laughs> these bitch <laughs> sessions, these ranting <laughs> sessions are so therapeutic. <laughs> but it's true. It, it is so true. Um, Man, so hopefully one day we are going to have great play dates. I mean, at least I had a good play date when little Tootie came down and got to, <laughs> got to see B-Man. Um, hopefully we will have another good play date today. Fingers crossed. Yes, fingers crossed. It'll go smoothly. I feel like they're still in that like younger-ish stage where they don't really like super super interact with each other so you're you're probably still in in the green here you're probably still in the green (laughs) and wrap this up later this week we will have a little mini sewed out and that is a teenager's perspective on parenting and what we mean by that is basically we had two female teenagers they're young teenagers and we wanted to know you know how parenting styles have kind of affected them and we also talk about the controversial social media topic. As well as some, you know, stories that have stuck with them from friends and family that or funny stories that they have, like in regards to pregnancy or birth. So it's a good one. <laughs> so if you like what you're listening to, please subscribe and listen on your favorite podcast app. Bye.